What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. And this week on the Marvel Movie Marathon, we are headed to a universe that we have never been to before and are likely never to return to again. This week on Multiverse Monologues, we are reviewing Fan Four Stick, the infamous Fantastic Four movie from 2015 that was critically panned. Audience panned it. We panned it at the time for those of us who saw it. And, and now it is, what, eight years later, and we're taking a look back on it because we are contractually obligated to watch every single Marvel film that has ever been put to the theaters, and this fits that description. So we're going to be talking about it today. Me, Ben Rayside, the co-host, and also joining us, the gentleman who always helped make this show possible. First off, Mr. Ethan Wentzloff. Hello, hello, Ben. I just want to say this. Great speech, by the way. Great speech. Uh, If you've seen the movie, you'll get that. It's a pretty good speech. But yeah, you can uh, you can always tell how good a podcast is going to be based on the vibe we have going into it. And uh, I want to use a vibe in this room. I, I wouldn't describe it as fantastic. No. I would not say that. So yeah, yeah, I'm ready to talk about this movie. I'm not sure how long I'm willing to talk about this movie. But yeah, Fan Forstick, Miles Teller. Let's see what he's got for us. I mean, what? I mean, you have an all-star cast here. You have a pretty, pretty okay director. He did uh, a couple projects here and there that weren't too bad before this. But like so, what? Like there, the Lazarus there was, effect. There was one. <laughs> there was one like superhero project or something that he did, or it was some supernatural. I forget in the name, but it wasn't like the worst thing in the world. But this, there's a lot to. There's a lot to talk about. And <laughs> like you said, like Ethan said, the vibe here, we're just fresh off watching this movie. Like we we had to all sit down and watch this together because we from past experiences we needed each other to to help. You know, so so also we, joining us today is Mr. Micah Head. Micah, how are you doing? Well, uh, I'm certainly glad I didn't pay any more than $16.40 for this movie. and Because uh, this, if you guys didn't know, this is one of the rarest American releases for 4K Blu-rays in our, in our watch-through. Uh, I could have paid minimum $60 if I bought this in America. I bought it on, in, in Europe for $16 and just had it flying over. So they, they, just, over. they just didn't make a lot of copies because they assumed it wouldn't sell very well? It just didn't that- sell well, yeah. Mm. Uh, but you know what they say? <laughs> um this is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and I just love this book. I love this book. I love this book. <laughs> Captain Nemo. Captain Nemo. It's like Great. the the uh, p- pattern recognition. <laughs> it's like it's like music. <laughs> the music. This is how I start conversations, guys. I I talk about pattern recognition and how rhythmic uh, rhythmic ceremonial dances. This is such a great book. Yeah, such a great book, man. Captain Nemo. This is like we usually make references and for movies that we talk about on here. And we've gotten to the MCU, so it's been pretty well known, but now we're just going like Oh yeah, you'd know it if you've seen the movie. You probably wouldn't actually. I I'm almost forgetting some of these references that they say. And we just watched it. Like we got out of it an hour ago. So the Captain Nemo stuff, like that that was how the conversation went. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't like verbatim. Verbatim, that's Micah what they said. the whole scene. <laughs> and that is their defining scene as a uh establishing the relationship and that was more charismatic than how they did it too so (laughs) i mean with with this what do you mean (laughs) it's no surprise but yeah we're yeah we're gonna we're gonna dive into this you know 
this fantastic Dive four head movie. first into the zero yeah. zone. Yeah, <laughs> planet planet zero. So uh, before we do that, though, we're at 396 on YouTube. 396 subscribers. If you're watching right now, click that subscribe button. Get us to 400. That would be awesome. We Let's need a 400 subscriber play button. <laughs> we need oh, the yeah. 400 so Micah can keep buying 4K Blu-rays. We, he's running out of money here. And I mean, mm. come on. Fantastic Four, 400, come on, like, it's kind of, it kind of fits, right? Pretty good. Kind of fits? Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. So consider it. But gentlemen, let's open our sling rings and head over to Fox's second Fantastic Four universe. I think that the four of us should have a name. Why would we need a name? Because we're a team now, and there's four of us, so we should come up with a name for it. Like the human torch and the torchettes. No. You kidding me? How about the big brain and his neurons? How about the big brain and her neurons? How about two guys, a girl, and the thing that nobody wanted? Hey, we both know that you could take him. Hey. Hey. What? Come a long way since the garage. You gotta say, it's fantastic. Say that again. It's fantastic. Yes, it is. Guys, I got it. Ready? Yeah. So usually with these, now is the summary time of the podcast where I kind of recount it. And usually we've got something fun, little typed up here. But this this movie was not worth even wasting Google Bard's time mm -hmm. or any of our time here. So I'm just going to read the official plot synopsis that came from the, the at the time. Fox's most viewed trailer for the Fantastic Four. It says, A contemporary reimagining of Marvel's original and longest-running superhero team centers on four young outsiders who teleport to an alternate and dangerous universe, which alters their physical form in shocking ways. I wonder how. Their lives irrevocably upended. The team must learn to harness their daunting new abilities and work together to save Earth from a former friend turned enemy. A friend is generous, I feel like. Well, so is uh, learn to use their powers. That's also very generous because as, yeah. as we just watched a movie, there's a time jump. They jump past anything interesting. The most yeah. interesting part of the yeah. first two movies, not canon in this universe, but the most interesting part was when they get to learn their powers and learn to grow as a team. And in this movie, they skip it entirely. They say, yeah. okay, well, who needs that anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not and I think, friend, uh, in relation to, they were talking about Victor Von Doom, very loosely. You, you can use loosely, uh, friend, with any of the characters in this movie. I'm surprised any of them work together at all. Well, <laughs> they, they have no really chemistry. They, they have really? no chemistry. They have no uh, relation. They, like, they, these. We can't we can't bash it right oh. off the bat because we haven't even like <laughs> gone through our history with this true. movie, guys. That's true, we we that's gotta true. go through the history. It's it's tradition at this point. We gotta keep the format because without that we're we're basically animals. And I'm gonna start with Ethan right now. All right. Yes. Ethan, what's your history with Fan Stick? Surprisingly, I saw this in theaters August twelfth, twenty fifteen. That's my my best bud's David's birthday. Nice. He he wanted us all to go see this. We did. What a me, terrible birthday present! My friend Max, Albert, David, we went and saw this, and yeah, wow. Uh, even <laughs> even at the ripe age I was, 
I knew that this was horrible. And oh, sorry. Uh, I knew that. <laughs> whoever texted you, just they they know it's horrible too. They, yeah, they say they're, they're like Ethan. I agree. Yeah, they sneeze. They're like, but, what are you talking about? It was, it was so actually bad. David right yeah, there. He was my, actually yeah. <laughs> my buddy Max. He's he likes movies, but he, he's not like a movie guy. Even when this movie was over, he turned to me and he goes, "What?" Just <laughs> and I quote, he said, "What?" And yeah, that's what I have to say too. What? <laughs> the top comment on uh, IMDb is, "I was waiting for something to happen, and then the movie ended." I agree. I agree. That's how this movie went. So yes, I have history of this movie. I saw it in theaters, but I'm glad to say that watching it just now was only my second time ever seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I can say the same. Yeah, we we know this movie's bad. We're not breaking any new ground, so try to keep it fresh and interesting for you. Oh, well, unlike you guys, this was my first time seeing this movie, and my history with this movie goes as follows. <laughs> I saw the trailer in theaters. Ooh, which movie were you seeing? You don't remember? A better, a better maybe, maybe movie even than Guardians this. of the Galaxy. Who knows? Mm. What else came out in 2015? We had. Uh, so up. this is our last movie of 2015. And just to summarize what else came out that year, we had Age of Ultron. Yep. We had Ant-Man. Pretty good. Pretty good. And that's it. Pretty good movies, right? Those are the only two movies that came out in 2015. Those are the only ones that matter, uh, according <laughs> to our watch through. That's true. <laughs> so I, I remember seeing the trailer. I remember being like, oh, um, the, there are characters in this movie. They have cool powers. I remember watching... Uh, like I remember Fantastic Four comics and stuff when I was little and, and seeing, oh, maybe I'll jump into this movie. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I'll, you know, relish in the past of my uh, former love for mutant fire and mm. thing and, and uh, stretchy man. Your favorite and, studio, Fox. Yeah, Fox. I, I mean, I love the X-Men. Days of Future Past. Yeah, I love X-Men movies. I watched those when I was growing up and, and this would just be another movie from the Days of Future Past people. But it appears we were sorely mistaken, and I'm glad I skipped out on this one when it came out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it, it's interesting to kind of keep track of which movies on this watch through were movies that were made just so that studios could keep the rights to characters. So we have, do is it just Tasm and this one so far? Or is there another movie that they made just Daredevil so and Hulk, I believe, have fallen prey to the we need to keep the rights, so we're gonna churn out a movie. Well, let's talk about the original Fantastic Four movie. Nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. It was completely made. Score, actors performed everything. It was edited together just to make a quick hour and twenty minute movie and nothing. It was planned from the start to never be released. And now it's just on YouTube to watch. The actors and everyone involved with it actually like had a good time and wanted it to be released just so they could have it out there. But really, the studio just put it together just so they could say they were working on it and keep it out of Marvel's hands. And just right off the bat, if that's why you're making a movie, you're doomed for failure oh. from the start. You like doomed? Of, doomed. Actually, there was no pun intended there, but it works <laughs> out that well. It just works out. And it just, it really is just the worst movie. I, it's so bad. I Ooh. So the worst movie on our list right now is Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance at a one. I, I'm, this is going to be interesting to see where this one lands. So stay tuned for that. But we're not going to break any new ground here by saying it's bad. But I wanted to ask you guys a question. When it comes to the Fantastic Four, and I know our history is 
basically on the silver screen, and that's just about it. Maybe a few cartoons we've seen them in. Is, I'm not going to lie, and maybe it is just the fact that I've only seen the three, and I've seen the older ones a couple of times. The Fantastic Four, are they interesting? Can you tell an interesting Fantastic Four? I don't know. The comments will come and say, incredible. That's a great fan. All right, let's let's push it back. They're, they're two different teams. They just are. Can you tell a really interesting Fantastic? That's my question well, to you. Yeah, the answer is yes. It, you just can. It just hasn't been done on the big screen. There are plenty of comics chronicling the interesting story of these characters. And I mean... James Gunn took a team with a tree and a raccoon, made them some of the most interesting characters in all the MCU. Of course, Marvel's founding family. I just watched the Stanley documentary released on uh, Disney Plus, and he actually wrote up the Fantastic Four because DC had Justice League, and he's like, "What? What is a team that I can invent?" Mm. So it, they're hugely important to Marvel as what a whole, that? which is yeah, which is crazy yeah. that. They're not in the MCU yet, but there is, you can tell a compelling story. I mean, for example, I think a lot of the Ben Grimm stuff in this movie, I think it worked in the other ones, and it worked for me a little in this one, too. I think it's probably my favorite element of it. I think what they do with Ben Grimm as a character, you really do kind of feel bad for this guy. Now, you don't get a ton of it. Like yeah, scenes. I think the reason why it works is because they don't emphasize it very well, and that's the only reason. It's just not exposed. It's not the forefront. You're not looking at it the whole time. And with other characters, like Mr. Fantastic, he doesn't seem very fantastic at all. He does. They don't even call him Mr. Fantastic. He doesn't seem any smarter than the other characters. This is also what is terrible. There are like two jokes early in the movie referencing lab coats. You don't, you don't get him to wear a lab coat in this. It's terrible. Yeah, what's that? You don't, you don't put... Mr. Fantastic in a lab coat. It's like they did the origin story without the origin. Like they, well, they cut it they, out. It was a year. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, they, so there's a notorious time jump in this movie because I don't even want you guys to go back and rewatch this. We're gonna just tell you what happens. So they have this whole lead up going to this new planet zero to kind of hard the plot is so confusing because you're sitting there you're wondering why they're doing this and the government tries to say well planet earth is kind of you know losing resources so we can find stuff on here there's a setup that the generation before this generation somehow screwed up earth and earth is going down this trajectory towards death or something and that's why they're trying to tap into the energy of the zero zone and you don't understand what they're doing no. Yeah. So it's it's literally so they go they go to this planet, they get their powers and it's like holy cow. So finally the movie picks up after, you know, about an hour, maybe not so much of just exposition and horrible cringy interactions between characters and it cuts to a year later and all the powers are just explained away in an exposition scene and it's like okay, did we just Okay, the we're just first there. fight in this movie is the final fight, <laughs> and they don't even play it as well. They should play it as a uh, like a rough. Oh, we can't get together. We gotta we gotta team up to be the best team we can be. Kind of like what they were doing in Rise of the Silver Surfer. They did they do it. 
it makes Rise of the Silver Surfer look like a gold A-plus movie. <laughs> Man, and they, even they did a kind of a rough job. It wasn't the worst, but it was okay. It was it was kind of acceptable. And they, they play around it, and they say, okay, well, let's just give all the powers to uh, Johnny Storm because he can handle it, and we already learned our lesson about teamwork. But in this movie, there's no lesson to be learned. There's no, like, uh, trial and error. There's no team bonding. There's none of that. Name a character arc. It's barely a team. The only thing, the only character arc that happens isn't even real. It's just Victor Von Doom changing from one character to another. (laughs) And and he's like, off screen. I love this planet. I need to save Planet Zero for no reason other than it gave me powers and you guys suck. Because so he gets trapped there. He falls into this vat. They go back there at the end of the movie, and he's just there, and he's like, humanity had its chance. You know, uh, once Earth is gone, I will be the only one to remain. Why? What do you plan on doing after that, bro? What, Like, what's your plan here? Yeah. There's nothing... Like, if I really wanted to, I could get angry. And I might just get angry here, but what oh, I don't want to see him your, when he's angry. What is your plan here? Just to be the only one left to rule over nothing? Doom's plan in all the comics is to basically... He wants the recognition and to feel the power of being the best. To have all the knowledge, to have all the power. In this, he just wants to kill it. That it, like at this point in the Marvel movie marathon, we have had two phases of the MCU. We've had so many good Marvel films, and I recognize that there was a lot. But if your main motivation as a villain is to, at this point, destroy everyone, that is so dumb. That is so dumb. A lack of care of the audience. That's what that is right there. It, the, it's so stupid. The characters are so flat. Not yeah. a single character in this movie is different from another character. All four of the Fantastic Four are the same character. They all have the same intelligence level. They all have the same reactions to different situations. They all don't like they they don't think with each other they think individually they're just like a hive mind thing like this just happens okay like they just are stuck in their bubble they're stuck in their uh flame thing and then they're stuck in the rocks and then they're stuck with their noodle arms and then all of a sudden they're like i'm just gonna work harder and i will get out of this predicament what Even I, I said it during the movie. I was like, "This is just like the scene in Big Hero Six when they're all trapped, <laughs> and literally one's in a ball, one's stuck under rocks. One, like, <laughs> this is the same thing, but they don't. Th- but executed no, horribly. There's no yeah. line that like hero hero in Big Hero Six. He says, "Guys, think out of the situation. Use those big brains of yours." And it's a kid movie. Yeah, and it's a kid movie. Even that one does it better. I mean, yeah, it's it's Dis- It's not Pixar, right? It's just Disney. Yeah. Yeah, Disney. it's Disney, but still, like, this is Marvel. This is right. Fox. 20th Century Fox has put out quality stuff. Yeah, they, they have. We, I mean, Days of Future Past is, what, our third film on mm. this marathon? They, really good. The studio, they, they're able to do stuff, but it really felt... So there's a scene in this movie where uh, Von Doom, or w- whatever his name is, it, it's just Victor... Is his last name Von Victor Doom? Von Doom? Yeah, it that's is his Von Doom. It, they at least got that right. They at least got Doom in there. Okay, but he he's given a middle finger to uh, the older so storm childish, guy. Childish man, given a middle finger. But I feel like that middle finger goes out to all the the Fantastic Four fans watching the movie mm. because uh, 
uh, Kay Mara wanted to read a bunch of Fantastic Four comics when she got the role of Sue Storm. But the studio, they told her, don't do that. This take's going to be wildly different. Right in there, in and of itself. It sure was. What are you doing? It says right there on the screen, a contemporary reimagining of Marvel's original superhero team. That, More that's, like read no imagination. <laughs> like, it, this is just one of those movies where you, you, you can't even have fun watching it to make fun of it. Like, we watched it all time. I'm like, at least I'll watch it. We watch it with the boys. We can make fun of stuff and all oh, we made fun of stuff. But it's just one of those movies that leaves you feel like feeling empty. Like, you're like... Just, like ten minutes into it, you're like, "Oh yeah, this is this is gonna be no fun at all." There's and, nothing. And it's apparent that they film things to give these characters any sort of like bones, because these besides being in the lab, there are no outside scenes. And even in the trailer, we saw because we watched the trailer, of, of course, because it was the highest watched trailer at the time. Uh, until for Fox until like three months later when Force Awakens trailer came out. No, uh, Fox. This is oh, Fox. For Fox? Yeah, okay. For Fox. So yeah. yeah, the trailer has half of it is not even in the movie. There's Johnny Storm working on a car. There's this whole area of the movie that isn't even covered. Like when uh, Mr. Fantastic is, off, I don't even know if they call him Mr. All right, Reed Richards. He's off in this cabin in the woods or whatever. That could have been a cool, Man in the woods, kind of, you know, get kinda to Hulk see situation. Yeah, in, in his roots, right? And they don't show any of that. Uh, it just, there's so much potential in this movie to be good. There's evidence that things were shot to make this movie maybe better. I, maybe. I don't know. Would so, you guys want to see dir- direct, the director Josh Trank yeah. has teased a longer cut of this movie, a, 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 a better cut, and he even wrote a letterboxed review. That you can go read, but that no, that's a bunch of bull crap. There's n- no way is there a better cut of this movie. I maybe a little better. There might be a couple things but to I'm make not, these characters a little more three dimensional, just a little more so, three dimensional, but not like it's not going to resolve these character arcs. Well, so because there's no yeah. if you add another forty five minutes to this movie, which is what he did, take out all of the reshoots and use all of his original footage. I don't think Doom was supposed to be like this i think doom is the way he is so that he can be cgi and they can make him do whatever they want him to do i think they actually did shoot i i wouldn't be surprised i'm making an assumption here that they actually did shoot him physically in a suit at the end of this movie i think all of it is cgi at the end that's where all the reshoots went you can see it because you can tell because kate mara has her blonde stupid ugly wig so that's all the what the final fight is. And the final fight, you can tell it was all CGI because they added all this money to it, but the final fight is literally seven minutes. That's it. They all go at him one at a time for four minutes, and then they all go at him together for three minutes, and then it's done. What a team. I'm just telling you, man, this is <laughs> this recovery, is for, Micah. This is one of those movies. I just you want to kill yourself after watching it. Like oh, I, I Makes go you want to set myself on fire. I, flame on. Please get me out of here. Like, never watch this movie. Ever watch this movie. It's such a waste of your time. It, I wish I can use that teleporting device to go to a planet where this movie doesn't exist. <laughs> Uh, yeah, is this is this a multiversal film? Let's answer that question. They call they, it the zero dimension. Mm, 
Yeah, I mean, we, got, we have Tim Blake versus? Nelson. We have Tim Blake Nelson. We do have Tim Blake Nelson. He Ooh. was previously in, was that Incredible Hulk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. He, uh, Not back to be for, confused with The Hulk. Come back for Captain America 4, Brave New World. As so, the leader. As the leader, yeah. So <laughs> his future's not done. But even the, <laughs> see, I, I know there's not a better cut of this movie because even what's in here is, isn't very good. Uh, you have Johnny Storm. His dad goes to get him. He recruit. He just gets in a terrible car accident. Breaks his arm, maybe? We don't know. He, he breaks it for like 20 minutes. For 20, 20 seconds. Like in, in he, real time. He has like a, their time. He has, a, <laughs> he has a cast for one scene and that he's just good. Yep. But the he's reason... Like, oh, let me in there. <laughs> the reason for bringing him in is, and this is a quote from the movie, oh, he, he's good with his hands. So, he's good with his hands? But, so he can he can help build the, this uh, machine... What's the machine called that they make? The teleport. I don't remember. Anyway, for context... Micah, your Nintendo 64 is right here. Oh, Why do you yeah. have these? Uh, in the beginning of the movie, when they're <laughs> making the trans the Transformers in Biff's garage for Back to the Future, <laughs> the, he's got like 30 N64s in 2007 for some reason. Why N64s? It's 2007. To, to, they didn't know that. And, he was a big fan of Nintendo 64. Sure, sure. Yeah, he just that. got a big box of them somewhere. It, it's so funny to get a childhood flashback to this character and... It just is the year that Spider-Man 3 came out. 2007, here you go. Right. Why not something like PlayStation 3s? Because PlayStation 3s were used in supercomputers at that time. He just got home from the theater from Spider-Man 3. He's yeah. He's building his machine. <laughs> just so you guys know, like we put a lot of thought into what goes up here, and there's always a connection. Some more obvious than others. I don't but think the X64 has a connection. But there okay. is, if you think about it hard enough. Okay, there is, if you think about it hard enough. And believe me, we thought harder on this than the creators did on this it movie. It took me a while believe to me. find out what I should put up here. He was uh, and so, like, yeah, we've been kind of glossing around it, but the production of this movie was horrible. Like, it just absolutely atrocious. You know, like, Miles Teller got in a fight with the director, even though the director was, like, trying to campaign getting him in there that's all speculation it's but they did like punch each other or something like that that fight might have been more interesting than the one we got in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd way rather watch that <laughs> than this maybe there's a bonus feature Ooh, on the blu-ray Ooh, so i in. do i do have to say thank you to this movie oh, yeah? for, for something Whoa. so uh fox or marvel offered fox the rights to uh keep daredevil if they uh were to not go through this movie marvel's like hey give us all the rights to the fantastic four back and you can keep daredevil you can do that and of course they said no and marvel got it anyway but the takeaway from that story is because fox gave up the rights to daredevil in 2015 the greatest thing that disney has ever put or uh, marvel has ever put to screen in my humble opinion we get daredevil season one Wow. Starring Charlie Cox. So thank you, Fan Stick. Because of that, I have Daredevil. A small price to pay for salvation. And Still waiting for listen. Ben Affleck Daredevil. <laughs> listen, I guarantee you that... I And I wouldn't even be surprised, dude. I think it would be funny. Because that's the thing with these movies. It, like Weird movies like this would make an awesome cameo, I feel like. What if they did a human torch thing like the way they do in No Way Home? Like I, I, I don't so cool. know if you go as far as No Way Home, but just in like a, in Secret Wars or something. If you're gonna do a cameo fest, 
Throw something. Throw for example, a bone. We, we did just watch The Flash, and spoilers. No, for spo- that. we're not going to spoil it. Oh, okay, all right. But there are some cameos at the end. I mean, there's cameos throughout. I mean, you, ca- you got you got Batman, Michael right. Keaton. There are cameos throughout one. there, and you could totally see a day when Secret Wars does. Oh, look! It's the. I mean, the, the fan, Flash did it. Why can't we do the it? Fan four stick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I would I would love to see that. It would, but that's it. It would make uh, watching the movie worth it. Like, exactly. oh, I understood that reference. Yep. Great. Oh, I didn't Eric waste Stoltz. my time. <laughs> I didn't waste my time. Because that, that's that's kind of how you feel after after this. Obviously, we do the podcast. We love talking about it. So it's not a complete waste of our time. But this is so you don't have to waste yours. It's just... Did it's you... Just be- I have a question for you guys. So, in Ghost Rider Speed of Vengeance, I felt like I lost brain cells watching that. Yes. Do you... Do you feel like you lost brain cells watching this? No, because Ghost Rider was so insanely out there. Yeah, this is just—it's just so like you're bland. just done. Yeah, bland. You get bored while watching. Ghost Rider it. was and offensively bad. Ghost me. Rider, you are super bored watching it. Or Spirit of Vengeance. We'll clarify. I still don't like the first one. I fell but asleep watching that second one. You did. <laughs> Go listen to the podcast. It's great. Yeah, this the second one is the worst thing. I so mean, basically, for context, if you don't watch the marathon, we... What are you doing? <laughs> we rank and review watch every it. Marvel movie. And right now, Ghost Rider is dead last. Basically, what we're trying to do right now is argue why Fan Stick will not be dead last. All right, well, I got so, one. The Thing looks really good in this movie. The Thing did the th- look good. The yeah. Thing looks really good. Uh, was that prosthetics? You cool or was that no, it's CGI? CGI. You that cool was really the, solid CGI. You cool with the all-new design? Yeah. No, nothing on him? I mean, he could use some pants, for <laughs> yeah, sure. He could get him some pants, but, but that's what the second movie's for. You know, that's that's not, like, offensive to me. I think it's fine. And, you know, a little bit of Commando, uh, the, the Thing going right. in there. And he's... I love the shadows, the harsh shadows that they put on his rocky face. They, the close-ups look a lot better than the the one we got in the last Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> just rubbery. Yeah, just yeah. rubbery. The whole face moves with his... Uh, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It, it's just that classic, bolder kind of look. And, and in this movie, each rock has its thing. It, it kind of looks like Groot, in a way. No, it, I will say it's the CGI, the level, CGI it's, for it's pretty good. Yeah. The thing is good. I and like I, that. I the only thing that really irked me about it was the eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. They were real person eyes, and they were kind of a little bulging out sideways. But whatever. What? But to go along with that, one that didn't do well for me was Michael B. Jordan's like <laughs> the Human Torch and the Torchettes. No, kidding me. <laughs> uh, flame on! Flame on! He didn't say flame on. He did. He did. He did. He I did. missed it. Yep, oh. you missed it. You probably you. were on your phone. No, I, wasn't I don't on my blame phone. you. You're probably getting dinner or something. Yeah, probably. He, he it's <laughs> right after the one year time jump. He's sitting there and he's like, dials a suit up. Flame on. Oh, I missed that, that's something that too. Quick. These characters if never. If it, then that. These characters never learn how to use their powers. It's they get suits that help them control their powers. That. Oh, that's horrible. You, you know what, though? Speaking of Flame On, the, I hate the thing's catchphrase and where it comes from. <laughs> it's clobbering It comes time. from his, was that his brother or his dad? his brother or his I think dad. it's his brother. So, yeah, his him. brother who abuses him when he's little. He's like, hey, boy, get in here. It's clobbering time. And then punches, he's just beating him up. Why would you use that <laughs> later in life as your, like, 
Get over here! Like, that's supposed to be a triumphant thing. What does that remind the audience of? Oh, oh, oh yeah, the beginning of the movie. Traumatic backstory. When your brother beat you, like, doesn't give us good feelings. I'm like, oh, shoot. You're not, you're now you're using that as, like, your catchphrase now? No! Yeah, and they don't really touch on uh, his yearning to be normal. That's another thing that Rise of the Silver Surfer... You can't ask that of this movie, dude. I know, I know, it's too much, but <laughs> it, it's too much just asking for the basic like the character qualities of, ben of... Grimm. Yeah, the basic character qualities of each of like, these... Like, even in that first Fantastic yes. Four movie, he turns into the thing. His wife, or uh, fiancé, is like, oh, peace out, bro. It's very peace sad, out. actually. Yeah. Uh, and in this movie, we don't even get a, a naked... <laughs> Sue Storm. Storm. Hey, Listen... <laughs> I That's one the, thing we can count on in those original the ones. The cast is so good. <laughs> that is one thing we could count on. You can't count on anything with this. A thirst shot. And that's the thing, though. The cast is so good. All of these characters, like, the whole cast is great, but all of their acting is so generic and so bland. Except for, I guess, Victor Von Doom. Now that I think, I think about it, the guy this, who played Doom was crap. This movie serves as a perfect, like, example of how peer pressure is so bad. Right? We have Ben Grimm, he, just a guy, it has a friend, Reed Richards, but Ben Grimm, he's sleeping one night, in bed, by a respectable time, couldn't be much later than 11 p.m. Yeah, he was he's, up by nine. He's sleeping. Probably oh, working in the morning. Kid. He, yeah, yeah. he got a job. Yep. But here we go. The smartest man alive, Reed Richards, gives him a call. They were all drunk, but they definitely didn't sound drunk. Hey, Ben, <laughs> I'm right. drunk. Let's got, hop in I'm, this super super collider. I'm making a team. We're going <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> That's what he says. Got something intriguing. to do with Spider Man. But yeah, Ben Grubby hops out of bed. He's like, "All right, Reed, let's do this. It's clobber time." <laughs> oh, let's talk about the worst offense that this movie makes after their friendship, which you see throughout the whole movie. Yes. Then at the end of this movie, after like near the or near the end I should say after their whole accident Reed completely he looks at Ben looks at the problem that he has when he first gets his rock said I'm gonna fix this that's, then leaves like that's too much and for then me. the time jump happens one year later year, Ben Grimm hasn't seen Mr. Fantastic this whole freaking time leaving us the audience with the assumption that Reed Richards left his best friend for a year and did nothing while he was suffering having rock Abilities. Well, we did get some good foreshadowing. If you remember what that kid in the school calls him, that is what he turns out to be. What? Hey, kid, I'm really sorry about your plane. You're a dick. Oh, you're right. That's true, dude. That's true. Bad, bad on Reed Richards, man. That's that's all I'll say. You know what? Which also is just a stupid. Thankfully, movie his character can only go up from here. I'm excited I mean, for the future installments. But that's mm. what I'm saying. Like when I said can the Fantastic Four be told like tell an interesting story? I think you can, but do they exist better on the comic page? You know? You, that was a point you brought up when uh you see Mr. Fantastic stretching. And is it's there like, a way to adapt that he's, and have it look good? He's out on the table and it's just ugly, bro. <laughs> like it, it just is Thankfully he had a towel on there. Have we so seen we, it in live action? Good. We see a little bit of it in Miss Marvel, but they kind of change up her power set. Too. Not even as much Slight in there. Spaghetti. You just unravel, you know? Yeah. There, Fantastic Four has so much potential. I can't wait to see what they do with the next ones. But, but 
the, they just don't use anything in this movie that one hallmark of a great movie is doing things that they can only do in that movie with those characters. They don't do that. I compared the climax of this movie to Big Hero 6. That's not even the climactic fight in Big Hero 6. It's just part of it. It's just part of it. And if you can easily replicate that in a kid's 3D animated movie, what's the point of having the movie? The point of this movie was to re-secure the rights yep. to Fantastic Four, and that's all this movie will ever be. At least what I think Marvel's doing now, at least what it looks like, they're delaying it a lot, they're giving it a, as much time as it needs, which it I needs really appreciate that. Letting casting rumors float but it, is, it has to be, and Marvel's actually struggled with this recently, it has to be focused on the characters first and foremost. You can't rely on the Fantastic Four, just their power set and how cool they look. You can't rely on that to just tell your story. You have to have good interpersonal trauma between the characters. And I think the first two did that well, better than this for sure, but not as well as you could yeah, have. There right. was that drama there. Like, I would say that, you know, Human Torch and the Thing have a nice little, you know... And they got the family dynamic down yeah. in the first one. This is a family, yes. but yeah. they're not a family for one second in this movie. And this no. one, they're just like co-workers that just met each other and they're they're like, oh, I like uh, this we're here. We might as well be the first ones to to be on this new planet. And then they must have yeah, all it's just no character seems like Reed Richards, smartest man alive. Yeah, right. You want to? <laughs> he was not smart in this movie. Get, okay, get he drunk made a... and then fly to another dimension. Let's do it. Get there drunk really, and fly. <laughs> there really is so much you can do with them. You you need to have that like that Stranger Things. I mean, or or any good show, TV, movie, whatever. Yeah, but it's like, good. but it's like you need to care about the characters, man. Like. First season of Stranger Things, I'm into all of those, but that core, that four group of boys was so like interesting, and I cared about all of them, mm-hmm. and then everyone around them I cared about because of how they fit into the story and everything like that. That's what you need. I need to buy into, imagine a Fantastic Four movie that comes out, and I buy into each and every one That'd of the great. Fantastic yeah. Four, all four of them. I love it, and I can't wait to see them. Whatever else, that and they yeah, do. we see it with the worst of these movies is just because you throw the name on a movie doesn't mean that that movie's going to be good. No. This wasn't on our marathon, but the Green Lantern was a prime example. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil, Electra, these Man are char- thing. the Incredible Hulk or Hulk in general. Just because you have this big character, it's not it's not a given, and that's yeah. something that Marvel, even today, they have to realize this. The MCU has to realize this. We need to actually put good stories around these characters because these characters showing up isn't enough. And they're starting to see it's that. Not. And I think Kevin Feige is a smart guy. He knows that. And it never was, though. That's the thing. It never was enough because they were telling interesting stories. You know, so it's just, I don't know. I'm just glad the uh, the Sony execs over there are still holding up that that crowd and throwing the big names on the bad movies. <laughs> Craven the Hunter, let's go! Yeah, Morbius. Just had a trailer for that. That came <laughs> that came out today. So I don't even care if you check that one out. I don't. It, it one, that one looks like another Morbius on her. Hand. Guys, was this movie actually? Uh, did it perform bad though? Did oh. it perform bad? That's <laughs> the important part, right? I think it did. And uh, let me just say, it performed just about as well as Morbius did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this movie's budget was 120 million. Morbius's budget was 116 million. Fantastic Four made 167 million, and Morbius made 162 million. Oh, 
right on par with Morbius. Yep. And a, name like the, a name like the Fantastic Four put up about the same numbers as Morbius. In a way, I almost feel like this, the movie that Marvel is trying to make right now, has more pressure on it than, say, a Guardians of the Galaxy where no one knows who they are. Because you can oh, really totally. make those characters your own. With this, three, technically four, horrible, iter- horrible this is the fan iterations. This, this is the team that defined Marvel in mm. the Golden Age. Not, yeah. not the Avengers. It was a Fantastic Four. It was always Fantastic Four teaming up with Spider-Man, teaming up with like Daredevil, know, Daredevil, yeah. teaming up with all these different people, yeah. and now they're nothing. You're kicking they're off notorious a new character. For being bad. You kicking off a new comic character. You throw the Fantastic Four in with them. Yep. Yep. That's why Ben Grimm seeks legal help from Matt Murdock. <laughs> yeah. I, so, do we do favorite character, favorite scene, favorite or do we do least favorite, least? You know, like do we that, go that that's way? too hard? Yeah. What's my least favorite? <laughs> because like. There's nothing. You know, in this I like movie. the least favorite. The least favorite like element of this movie. Yeah, I li- let's do I like that. that. Let's, yeah. Least favorite yeah. element of this that. movie. Least favorite element of this Oof. movie. That's that's what I'll go with. Ethan, do you have one? <laughs> do you have a least favorite element of this movie out of the many that there possibly could be? Oh, I got uh, you go, got it. Micah, yeah, go Micah, ahead. go for it. Uh, so I already talked about how flat these characters are, but if I can talk about how stupid these characters are, <laughs> like the intelligence level. Because nobody understands that every other person's a, a human being in this movie. Starting off with Dan Castaneda's character, uh, Castellaneta, sorry, who plays... I mean, he, he's a legend in the comedy industry. He's Homer Simpson, for crying out loud, dude. He's he's the guy. And he's playing this science teacher who could have had a lot of potential to be really funny. And, and uh, uh, like, a, oh, you're just a stupid kid who doesn't know anything about science. What and, a great teacher. Yeah. <laughs> stupid teacher. He doesn't acknowledge that this is really smart, and there's no, like, redemption with that. He's just like, oh, this isn't a magic show, even though he literally teleported this thing to a different dimension. (laughs) (laughs) That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. A high school science teacher. We're giving the first prize to a potato clock. What? What? They didn't play it as a joke either. They just played it as a. It didn't land for me. And this if it isn't magic, read. Yeah, they need this to be more comedic. And I hate saying that because at this point in the Marvel series, people are saying, "Oh, Marvel's too comedic. We need more Dark Knight. We need more things like that." And we don't have that. This tries to be it, and it fails. Yep. Because it doesn't understand what makes Marvel special. And what, what, what makes Marvel special these characters is, special. Yeah, either. what makes these characters special? What makes it's the chemistry, it's the way that they can understand each other's flaws and bounce off of them in a quirky way, and then you know not undercut the humor. Okay, not undercut the seriousness with humor. And they didn't do any humor. They didn't do any seriousness. It was just all blah. Yep, and that's it. Yep, that's it right there. It's it, a bad one. They, they just don't, they're not characters. They're not real. <laughs> Ethan, do you have one? Yeah. I'll quote Micah. They're not characters. They're not real. They suck. Uh, specifically Reed Richards. He's terrible. He's so Every, bad. Uh, sorry, Miles Teller. Almost alive. <laughs> yeah. Miles Teller did Whiplash, and then he hopped over to Fantastic Four like, all right, l- let's do this. Thank what goodness he's got Top do? Gun. Yeah. Right? Another movie where they fly off. Top Gun, only the Brave. He's really good in that yeah. one too. He did. So he did um, Whiplash, then the the Diversion series. 
Mm. So, the Divergent series? Yeah, he was Peter oh. and Divergent. He I've was never, in all I don't know nothing I about think. that anything. But yeah, he was uh after that he did Top Gun pretty much. Only I mean there the was Brave. there was only don't the Brave. There was, thank you for your Brave. service, played for this. War Dogs, get a job. War Dogs is also good too. Allegiant. Yeah, no, good, good on him for recovering from yes. this. The Taylor Swift, I bet you think about me, Taylor's version of music video. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't forget Ooh. about that. Ooh. Can't forget about that. Can't. But no, Reed Richards sucks. Yeah. Everything he does is terrible. He's a terrible character. He's a terrible friend. The worst friend. He calls Ben Grimm, hey, come on this excursion with me. Gets Ben Grimm turned into a rock. Says, well, that's too come much rocks. trauma to deal with as a friend. Peace doesn't even talk to him. Come on. And he doesn't wear lab coat. Oh, you know what else? <laughs> Nothing about his character, like his powers, are utilized properly. Hey, I what mean, do you mean? He, he, stre- he stretches, punches. Uh, yeah, he, he stretches him and punches. <laughs> yeah. I, I did like how he uses his stretchiness to move more. In the other movies, they didn't use his stretching ability for anything other than a gimmick. But in this movie, they don't use it in the gimmicky ways. They only use it in normal what things. What about when Johnny Storm stretches out with his big fiery fist? In yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that was cool. That was, the, yeah. that was the coolest part of the movie was that final fight. <laughs> but we don't see anything like that for any of these characters. No I, yeah, unique yeah. powers. I think the worst sin... This movie commits the worst sin that you can make as a movie, and even like so, Batman and Robin is horrible. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Batman and Robin is boring, but at least you have fun watching it. You are bored throughout the whole hour and forty nine minute or whatever it was runtime of this of this movie. Well, it did seem quick, but you are bored the entire time, and that's the worst thing you can do. The worst thing you can do is bore your audience, and that's the worst thing about this movie. That's the worst element. So there you have it, folks. Fantastic Four, 2015. Not a good movie. But now it's time to give our scores. But before we do, I'm actually really interested to hear our infamous Hollywood Reporter rating of this film, because notoriously they have the worst ranking I've ever seen of the 70 Marvel films in existence. I'm wondering where they put this and if they did it well. And I'm hoping that this one takes a cake dead last. I'm I'm saying I'm going to say bottom ten for fan four. Yeah, I'll I'll say right now the uh, the bottom one is Man Thing. (laughs) <laughs> so this one didn't quite make the bottom. Uh, should I just start from the bottom of the list <laughs> and get up to yeah? yeah get, what what position do you guys think it is? I think it's like bottom from, 10. Okay, okay. So Man Thing, then Captain America: Direct to Home uh, release, then there was Howard the Duck, and then fourth from the bottom mm. is Fan Force. <laughs> Why, why, why did you say well, fourth from the bottom? <laughs> fourth from the bottom. <laughs> what? Just underneath Electra. Now that's some and then, poetry. And then, get ready for this, guys. After that is the, fan-fast- the Fantastic Four, the 93 movie, oh, or 94 movie. Wow. Then Fantastic Four from oh. 2005. Then Punisher, uh, the 89 one. Then Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Then Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Then Ghost Rider. Do that we- is our bottom 10. Do we actually? Oh, and then Ghost Rider. Yeah. We'll we'll have to wait and to give our scores because we have our Fantastic Four ranking as a whole now locked in after today. So we're going to go through that after this. But let's do our scores first. So this is going to be interesting here. We might have the lowest one. 
even with this movie, I'm still excited to see where this one lands. Let me folks. let me talk about the uh, the online scores though, because this is our point. lowest Rotten Tomato score, mm. our only single digit, I believe, <laughs> or maybe second. There might only be two. Let me see. Our only single digit Rotten Tomatoes critic score, with the next being Electra at eleven. This is a nine Ooh. on Rotten Tomatoes critic. That's bad. Really bad. It is pretty bad. And regardless of what you think of Rotten Tomatoes as a industry or their review style, what the, the score of a Rotten Tomatoes movie, their score matters. People look at that and they yep. go, 9%? I'm not watching yeah. this trash. The audience score is our second lowest. Just under. I mean, we're not going to watch Man Thing unless you guys want us to. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'd watch Leave it. Like. Uh, Fantastic Four is second place. Uh, for worst at 18 for audience, the what? Metacritic score is uh, our lowest at 27. Mm. Metacritic user is the lowest at a 2.6. Mm. IMDb is the second lowest, right next to Captain America, uh, the the director video from 1990. The Letterbox score that is also the lowest at a 2.8. Or, I mean, sorry, 1.4. You know, like, all the movies that are, like, you're, like, okay, second worst, all the movies that are, like, close to this are, like, 2005 or earlier. Like, yeah. way but as the superhero genre is getting started, and this, this one, like, well into it. This is the worst movie. Uh, according to our internet rankings, this is the worst movie. You know, As a side note, you know what really angers me? Is that, is that you'll go on IMDb and go into the written section of reviews, and you'll still find people who give this a 10 out of 10 and write a review. And it's just baffling. Do you want to pull up a 10 out of 10 review real quick, Ethan? I got it right here, dude. You've got actually, one? Read I, it. Well, Re I, I want to see so, what they think. So I was actually reading over them earlier today, and I was like, how in the world can you sit here and justify giving this a 10 They've out of 10? They've got to be memeing. But you've got, you've got it right here. You've 969 got reviews. 29 nice. 10 out of 10 reviews. What's so bad about this? I was prepared to hate this movie. Everything about it screamed disaster. As a Marvel fan, I was annoyed that the story sounded unfaithful. I was skeptical. I wasn't too impressed by the trailers. Critics unanimously trashed the movie, so I assumed they can't all be wrong. And so I went to see it today. The opening sequence of the characters of the kids were so bad. Why does everyone seem to hate this movie? It's not as action-packed. Fan Fanboys are just getting angry. Like It's not as action-packed. Okay, it's so, it, okay so, so it's boring. Why are you giving why this <laughs> why are you giving this a 10 out of 10 chiller 7? Chiller 7, what are you talking about? How about uh, Juba Loyola, who says, loses itself halfway, but still better than the critics would like you to think. 10 out of 10. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Much better than expected. 10 out of 10. My honest rate would be 7.5, <laughs> but I'm putting 10 out of 10 I hate that to get the ridiculous oh. ratings up for this movie. If you're out for blood, no way. watch this movie. 10 out what? of 10. As oh, always. For comic fans only... No, Not so bad. Listen, like we always say here at Multiverse Monologues, those scores, Jeez. those people don't matter. What matters is our Who score cares, because we are going to cares. put the greatest list ever assembled of Marvel films to date. Putting together a team. And so it's going to be very intriguing. So Ethan. Oh boy. What's your score of Fan <laughs> Stick, bro? What's See, it going to be? I'm trying to... F I I, I, this movie's bad. Yep. I don't like it. No part of it's compelling. But I'm trying to. I'm debating how low I want to go because, in comparison, we have Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance, Electra. What, what do I have? Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance at? You have it at a. We, have, we, we all one. Put that at a one. What well, can we go lower than one? Yeah, you can do decimals yet. under one. I, yeah. You so can go to all me, down to zero. I feel. 
Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is terrible. Yep. But it's got Idris Elba in it. No, I mean this guy's my this has Miles Teller, I know, but Jordan. I know. I this alright, so I say that the Ben Grimm stuff does compel me a little. I think that he looks good. I think the way that Mr. Fantastic treats him, the way that he's a horrible friend, there is a tragic story for Ben Grimm under that. And yeah, I, the CGI isn't atrociously bad. I think it's fine. It's it's serviceable. No, I, I, and there are there are scenes of this movie where you see like uh, like you put your binoculars, your magnifying glass on, you can see that maybe maybe there's something there. But I mean, the way the team comes together, the way it's executed, every scene of dialogue between these characters. She uh, Miles Teller looks at Sue Storm. You like jazz? He doesn't say you like jazz. Like he books. says he says you like music. <laughs> Pretty much. Then he's does. like, she likes music. He likes books. That's what we get out of out of their character interactions. It's not good. It's not good. But I don't think it's Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance doggo because there are still elements of this movie that I do kind of enjoy. So right now I Howard the Duck at a two. Mm. I believe that's my second lowest score. So. In retrospect, Howard the Duck, I'm probably a little low on. I probably am. Really? But, but oh. I'm not going to change that. I'm not going to change that. You are here first, well, folks. So, okay. No, no. But uh, I'm going 1.5 with Fan Thor Stick. 1.5. 1.5. Very it's good. Never going to watch this again, Mike. I'm nope. sorry that you own the 4K Blu-ray. Hey, at least it wasn't expensive. <laughs> at least it wasn't expensive. It just, especially with the importance yeah. that these characters have, you can't fumble the bag like this. Yep. <laughs> You can fumble the bag with a Ghost Rider or Howard the Duck, right? Like no one's gonna really care. I but, mean, people care about those characters, I but mean, yeah, it's not it's not Marvel's founding family. It's just it's not. Just, yeah. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Micah, Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance was offensively bad. <laughs> yes, I was kind of angry at that movie watching it. Well, I had to take a nap. Yeah, I had to. I had to cool down. <laughs> and this this movie. There's, like, yeah, it's not written well, but is it as offensively bad as Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance? No. So, like what Ethan said, I'm going to put it a little bit higher than Ghost Rider. I do like the thing's appearance. I do like... What else? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, with this type of movie, There's you actors have to in think it. about it's what time. is good. Yeah, and, and what is actively congrats bad. on like assembling a decent cast right yeah yeah and yeah right even that they just didn't the script was not there the nothing was nothing i don't, I don't know we already said everything about it i'm just going to give it a two mm. yep. what really hurts this movie and if you go on imdb you'll see this top top pinned thing of, of notoriety on imdb is stan lee declined to make a cameo in this film and that really is the seal of doom on this movie, I'm telling you right now. If Stan Lee doesn't want to be in your movie, even though he helped to executive produce this movie, you know he made these characters. You know he made, right, 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 right. You think <laughs> of all the movies he'd want to make a cameo in? It's his first founding family. Nah, he we, saw this and he was we like, see nah. him in both of the other ones. Uh, yeah, yep. we got him in those. Yep. It's just this, this. For me, what puts this a bit over is, uh, there's no peeing fire 
There's no <laughs> well, Nick that Cage. Well, actually, I do put that. I I put that to that movie's credit. Yeah, actually. yeah. There's no. I freaking love that scene because it's so. There's no out Nick there. Cage but doing that scene in Ghost Rider where he's, he's with, freaking out. He's well, yeah. When <laughs> he's pinned the guy up against the wall and he's like, "You want to know how I got these scars? Shoves, I'm gonna put this." He shoves like a a Nokia flip yeah. down his phone. I was down his mouth and Nick, that wasn't good. There's that scene where he's with Idris Elba. Like, I gotta, I gotta get baptized. <laughs> yeah, at least we talked about this movie longer, and it was, it, it, I don't feel like we're pained to talk about this movie. No, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. I was in pain in that podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm also watching it. Yeah, and that's the Oof. thing. It doesn't. This movie is not. I don't get angry watching it. I just get bored. And yeah, it's I'm like, disappointed. Oh. I'm not mad. Just like even to compare it to right, Electro. Electra, right? Electra or Daredevil. There are at least scenes in that movie where you're kind of like, okay, that's real corny. That's yeah, really bad. Yeah. But heck, seeing Jennifer Gardner kind of stab some sandbags, it's stupid. But maybe it's kind of fun. I could probably bump up Electra in the right. end. This, yeah. not, I won't, this does not like embrace the camp that at least you can point to like we had a great time we just watched batman 89 for the flash movie we had such a good time just have watching the movie making fun of it you know there is some camp to that movie but it makes such a for such charm. a good watch yeah, yeah. Mm. there's no charm in this movie at all and i'm no. also gonna go with you mike i'm gonna give it a two because mm. i think that's my second lowest score i think i have hulk at three which is right above this and this is not as offensively hey, bad as that hulk wow a two three Oh, I actually yeah. it is, but it just I just there's nothing good about this movie. You know, at least there was some good in Ang Lee's Hulk. There is good CGI and like we said, Ben Grimm, I think we all kind of have the same there's only a few good things to latch on to. Oh, the score is even bad. <laughs> like it, the, there, it's just not good. So what does that give us overall? Michael? Wow, that bumps our uh, 2015 rating down Ooh. to a rotten score. Oh, oh man! I all would, right, so yeah. With Ethan with your score of 1.5, Ben with your score of 2, and with my score of 2, that averages out to a 1.83, mm. bringing our 2015 average down to a 5.63. Ah. What were we at Ooh, before? 7 point something. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Ouch. Not a good year for Marvel film. Not a good year. All right, let me average this. Let me uh, assemble our list here. Oh. It's fantastic. What do you think last place is? So we unified together. With Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, we agreed yep. that it was trash. Ghost Rider's last place. We gave it all once. Totally. All right. Yeah. This has to be second this last. Has to be second next. to last. Yeah. yeah. And what's this the is... gap between this and third place? And third place? So, uh, last place, we have Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance with a one. One. That's 39th place. Next, we have Fan Four Stick in 38th place with a 1.83. Then Electra is 37th place with a 2.6 repeating. Mm. And then there's a huge jump to Howard the Duck, Goat, best movie ever, at a 4.16. Heck yeah. So there's a two-point difference between our, our bottom our bottom top three. <laughs> but yeah, no surprise here. Everyone knows Fan 4 Stick is such a bad movie. Yep. And we won't get a bad another bad movie for a while, guys. Whoa, hold on now. I wouldn't say that because... We have maybe Apocalypse. X-Men I don't know Apocalypse if that's bad. Is not it's been a while. The but, greatest uh, and movie. then I think our it next like trash trash movie now. is Dark Phoenix, right? Dark Phoenix, and then New did Mutants. come out before New Mutants. So yeah, yes. and then the New Mutants. Although Dark Phoenix, I remember not being too upset. Yeah, about. Yeah, I remember it just kind of being meh. I remember Hans Zimmer did the score, so I was kind but of 
Maybe that's what it was. Before we get too ahead of ourselves, our next movie. Ooh. Fox. Which I don't... Staying yeah. in the Fox universe. Fox universe, yeah. Oh, yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. Which, uh, if you guys didn't know, its largest claim to fame was its insane success. It's our highest profit ratio by far at making 13 and a half per- times its budget. Mm, yeah. Its budget was 58 million. It made 782 million. Which is crazy for a superhero film to have Rated a budget that superhero film. Yeah. 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 This is I think our highest rated R movie on the box office. And this list. is our first rated R movie since Is it Punisher Warzone? I believe so. Yeah, it would be. There was the Wolverine extended cut, but we didn't watch that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So tune in that Going next week for that. Uh, if you guys don't know Deadpool, fun. it's about a guy uh, who d- talks about sexual stuff. I've never seen this movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, you guys want to come over and watch this? So your so your the, description alone was enough to make me not see this movie. Yeah. So it, the the big charm for this one, I believe, is from what I remember, I watched this a long time ago, is the meta references and how he uses what's going on in pop culture, especially in the nerddom to throw jabs at other studios and just make a meta commentary and I loved being a nerd and keeping up with all of this stuff at that time it was just there's a joke I I think it might be in the second one that's like dang you're so dark you should be in the DC universe and it's just jabs (laughs) like that that's make it very enjoyable to watch to prepare for this movie I watched Free Guy (laughs) another Ryan Reynolds movie I I like to watch The Adam Project and I, I watched um, oh, okay. I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Well, so you can find Deadpool on the family-friendly Disney Plus. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, you know the movie that talks about nuts and um, all a sorts lot of, of stuff. other things. A lot of other stuff. Yeah. So join us next week for Deadpool. It's going to be a fun one. And then we have then we've got some pretty freaking good ones. I think 2016 was a pretty good year for Marvel. Mixed bag. Mixed bag. It's going to be a mixed bag. Deadpool, but I know Civil that War? Civil War shows up. And that is what I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, oh also, while we're much. here, um, our average for Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Trilogy. 4.3. Oh, wow, yeah. what a great um, Back of the pack here. <laughs> it only fits that it's 4.3. So that, that adds another trilogy to our list. So we have five now, is that correct, or four? We have five. The Raimi trilogy, Iron Man trilogy, trilogy X-Men trilogy, yeah. Blade trilogy. Holding up the back of the pack is the Fantastic Four trilogy. Well, it makes yeah, sense. Not these, much to talk about there. These movies are not that good. And we, I, I'd say we've exhausted the length of this podcast. No one wants to... We cannot know. stretch this out. <laughs> no. Any longer. Any longer. <laughs> so so with that with that said, let's let's wrap it up here, yeah, gentlemen. Here. Thank you guys for watching. We thank you for sticking around for this long stick around for next week for Deadpool. Otherwise, this is Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan Watzlaw. This is Mike Ahead. Signing off, we all hope you have an absolutely... Fantastic day.